0: This is the PubCast. I'm John Loomer, and today we're going to do things a little differently. I'm going to invite Luke Elliott on the show. Luke's uh, been a member of the team for a long time now, and we're going to talk about Facebook scams, now it's related to optimization, and so many things we wish that Facebook would be doing right now. Let's go. Welcome back to the Pubcast. so before I jump into this conversation I think it's important to introduce it because basically what happened here is Luke and I um, recorded an hour-long conversation and I'm gonna edit it a little bit Um, so the background here first of all Luke Elliott again member of the team Um, if you've ever emailed me with technical questions or just questions about running your ads or whatnot more often than not Luke answered your question, and it wasn't from me. He actually signs his name and whatnot, so we don't do all that. And also, if you've ever been in any, in any of my communities, so Power Hitters Club Elite or Power Hitters Club Basic, he's a big part of that, answering a lot of questions there too, so that, that's been his role. He's, he, he is, has a lot of experience um, with advertising, he's on the analytics side, and super, super nerdy, which is great, because I love all the nerdy stuff. So basically, we wanted to start um, this new, I don't know, experience, whatever, for our Power Hitters Club Elite community. So this got fed into that Facebook group where we're going to have a back and forth and kind of talk about some of the topics that you know we're discussing right now that, that impact us. And people who are in the group can participate as well by asking questions, feedback, and whatnot. Today, we just basically came up with the idea and sprung it on them. So um, streamed it to that Facebook group on the fly. And uh, so really it's just a matter of us bouncing stuff off of each other. So that's what this is. Uh, if you want to participate in these going forward, go to johnloomer.com slash PHC. And you'll need to join Power Hitters Club Elite. You can also just go to powerhittersclub.com to learn more. So let's jump into it bottoms up Um, yeah one of the things I know we have a list going but I think we're going to talk about this one today Uh, so I shared it I share my frustration about this I feel like just every few months is uh, and it's connected to how I feel about trusting the algorithm so we've got scams that have been scams since the beginning of time it feels like at least for the last several years for facebook um so let me see if i can find the one as the example so and we're not talking about email scams because i think some people read my post and misinterpreted what i was saying in some cases like you had you an example luke of you are getting emails that send you to a facebook post right but ultimately my concern isn't that facebook can't control an email scam it's that they can't control the Facebook side of this exactly. so so basically what the scam was it reads your page has been has the Facebook logo on it now they don't use Facebook in the name of the page because I think that would probably get flagged but I'm surprised that Facebook and the logo their, their profile photo um, didn't get flagged your page has been reported by someone else please reconfirm your account immediately. We do this to keep you safe and prevent others from using your account without your permission. So we need you to verify your account. Follow these steps to confirm your identity. Follow the link below. Best regards, Meta. And the the this example, like there's several different approaches they take, but this one is like they they tag like 20 different pages, and that's how you get notified. And uh, and it's annoying because you know we've seen this repeatedly. Uh, no matter how much we think it's ridiculous. I think most of us are like, come on, how, how can anyone fall, fall for this? Because you would actually get a notification that would be pretty clearly from Facebook about this stuff and it would take you through certain steps. So it wouldn't be like a Facebook post saying that you're, you're going to get shut down. Um, but obviously this works. Um, and from what I can tell, basically what happens is so, so, I think honestly, the ones that you were telling me about, Luke, the restriction details—that there are a million of those—I um, think yeah. those actually work differently than what this one does.
1: Yep, Cause I think they're different.
0: Because what I figured out with this one is that basically, you click, provide your login details. What happens is they take over your page and just it, it continues the, the comes a zombie
1: in the the army. Yep.
0: What was really funny. Is one of them that I stumbled on was Have you ever heard of Milkman? It's nope. It's an old rock band. Uh, I think eighties, nineties, maybe. Um, and their page is one of them that was that was taken over. And um, it's just so so that so so basically you can you can go through page. That's that's a nice thing about page transparency. For anyone who cares about it, can look at it and see. Well, why would Milkman all of a sudden? <laughs> be telling me I need to you know
1: verify my account um so my issue and in that case I changed mm-hmm. the profile picture for milkman to make it look like it was Facebook yeah yeah so
0: my issue is like first of all it follows this same approach that has been done a million times um you think that once they they catch it it can prevent it and also it goes along with you know yeah, you know, because they go through the whole process of changing the page name and then you know uh you know putting out this post and taking all these people i mean there's just so many things that follow a routine that should it's a pattern that facebook should be able to pick up on and it continues to exist I and mean, now i understand that they probably squash a decent number of them but they still exist so my issue is you know what i was putting out last week and what i say pretty regularly is like you see that, and you're like, it's got the Facebook logo and everything. It follows the same pattern. They're they're not able to to prevent it from existing and prevent it prevent them from continue to do this. And yet we're supposed to trust the algorithm for spotting and controlling misinformation, for um, making sure like with the news feed, just organically making sure that my content is shown to people are most likely to engage with it or with ads oh just trust the algorithm go broad and uh, it'll, it'll end up being put in front of the people who are most likely to act uh, basically simple I think more simple algorithm versus more complex and they're not getting the simpler right so that that's my complaint
1: yeah and, and I think um I mean, it, it, there are some basic signals that it seems like they should be able to pick up on that. And like, um, you're talking about the, the even just changing the, the profile picture. And I think, you know, equally frustrating, the example that I had shared was in, uh, caution you not, if, you, if you're out li- there listening, don't search for this um, and accidentally click on something, but um, you can look on Facebook, just you can look for pages called restriction details. And essentially the way this scam works is um, they'll send you an email and they make it look like it's coming from Facebook obviously it's not a Facebook email address and then the, the click-through link lands you on a Facebook post in most cases what they're doing is they're, it looks like they're actually using unpublished posts so these don't actually show up on the page although I have seen some examples where they're public posts on the page and then it's this post that says hey your account's been restricted it looks like it's it says Facebook restriction details Facebook logo whatever and and then it has a link then, that you then click from that Facebook post to then go to their site where they're presumably going to fish you and scam all your, steal all your details and potentially even take over your account like this. Although I think it's probably a different type of uh, uh, scam. They're probably not doing that. But what's most frustrating to me about that is there's two things. So one is um, there's a whole bunch of these pages with that name, sev- several of which are old pages, hmm. um, have been around for months. And I think what's extra frustrating for me is that I've reported a lot of them. Mm. And then I get the response back from the system, clearly an automated response. This is not an issue, they're not violating any, I mean, and I've reported the post and the page. So so to be clear, I've reported these posts that very clearly say we're the Facebook team, blah, blah, blah. And I get that companies are really big. And there's, you know, there's a lot that they're trying to, to handle from a reporting standpoint. And I think that said that it seems like some of this stuff is kind of like really basic. And you know that somebody is going to have said at some point that they've been scammed. I think my counter to that in in your example is I I don't know that it necessarily equates in my mind to the type of AI that they're using for some of the the ad stuff, with the exception of um, clearly they have some ads level AI recognition that if you because one of the policies is like, you can't make it look like your Facebook um, and then you can't make it look like you're you're copying some native functionality of, of Facebook uh, so they've got things that are programmed in to recognize that but uh, my instinct on this is they probably are just completely different teams in the organization right and so like not not that I'm defending them, but the the, the folks that are working on ad side AI is completely different from organic, you know, um, page level. AI and probably like security, account security folks. And of course, we would like to think that they're gonna be crossing over at some point. But I I know that one thing that um, when we were working on that quarterly earnings navigator tool that's on your page, John, and you just look at how many people are in that Facebook organization or meta, I should say, and how it's grown over the past few years, it's of course like some of this stuff is gonna happen. I think what's frustrating though, is that some of these things are just such clear violations that there's probably just a disconnect on so they're they haven't applied that and i know it's complicated right i mean it's uh, we i think we assume that these ai systems are really simple because it seems like there's a simple signal but implementing them across an entire ecosystem is not simple and of course we know every time they do implement changes everybody complains because we have all these false positives and. You got all the good guys getting wrapped Mm -hmm. up in the Mm -hmm. enforcement which is really as frustrating as um seeing when there's these instances where clearly bad players are slipping through but i think it's it's interesting when you know when you go through that experience personally of reporting something and then nothing happens right (laughs) which i know lots of people have that experience you know
0: or or Either, yeah, either just nothing happens or they actually review it and tell you, oh, this it's fine. Yeah, it's it's fine. the most ridiculous yeah. thing ever. But, yeah, I mean, again, the fact that they're all called the same thing in yeah. your case is is yeah. insane to me. And that they've been doing that using that same name for a while, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I've looked back through my um, support inbox where you can see where we have reported stuff. And I, I saw where I'd reported like one of these pages is still out oh. there. I reported it in January
0: wouldn't you think some of your best people would be
1: on security? Well, I mean, where's the uh, Yeah, I mean, gosh, to to manage, I I don't envy meta management to make those decisions. Because can you imagine the pressure that comes on the ads business? Like, it seems like security is one of those things you don't know about it till it goes wrong, or you don't hear about it till something goes wrong, right? And then ads, there's like this constant pressure of growth, 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 every quarter growth. And as soon as, soon as there's any indication of weakness, like the headlines just explode. So cheers.
0: But we, we and we've seen those weaknesses for a while, right? Like and we're hearing yeah. more and more more about the good guys getting shut down. And like originally, like I admit, you know, when it seemed like not as many people got shut down, when I'd hear someone got shut down, like I did nothing wrong, I'd be like, okay but you probably actually did something wrong and you did, it was a mistake whatever no you know the rules but we're starting to hear more and more of like no they, these are actually people who did nothing wrong right they Absolutely. got shut down and there's nothing they
1: can do about it didn't you have an issue too recently where you had did you have an account issue was that you no am i imagining that okay you're like no don't jinx me <laughs> No, no, <laughs> don't even say it. no i really
0: have, I, well seriously don't jinx me because i i really yep. have had Zero, I I can only vaguely remember an account getting shut down or something. I mean, it's just so rare that I even get ads rejected. Um, But uh, I I don't know, I think not only knowing the rules, but uh, there's probably a lot that's wrapped up in all that. But um, it's, yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, advertising is an important part of their business and they're not able to collect money from people who are trying to pay them and they're going other places. I mean, that's kind of the thing we're starting to hear is like, if I can't spend my money here and I want to, then I guess we gotta go somewhere else. And yeah. um, so so is that. I mean, there's just the weaknesses we know about in terms of how they manage the newsfeed organically. I mean, that's, it, it's funny because like so many of the issues, not, not to get all philosophical about this, but kind of goes back to that decision originally that, and, and not not to say the decision was wrong, but the decision originally that we're not going to show you everything, like we're going to determine what you what you are most likely to engage with uh, in the newsfeed and let the algorithm control it. Because originally when I when that happened, I was like, oh, that makes sense. It's a fire hose of information. This can't be like Twitter, you know. It's this Facebook's blown up and everybody's following more people and everyone's on Facebook every day and all this kind of stuff. And like. So even along the, the way, like, I was still on board, like, oh, you know, Facebook pages are reaching fewer people, that's because we're boring, no one really cares about us, et cetera, et cetera. But that decision, though, ultimately is what encouraged businesses to start doing things that take advantage of the algorithm, algorithm, Right. Yeah. To get to go viral and to get to do all these things and uh, to make more money drive more traffic all these things that are related to scams so it's the algorithm really ultimately that I think is probably to blame for a lot of this stuff I mean I scams everything all that stuff exists no matter what but I think a lot of this is just a lot of this bad behavior is perpetuated by that in the first place
1: yeah I think two big things that stick out for me too, is like, number one, um, there's a lot of smart people working on scams. Like, uh, why don't they apply their algorithm knowledge to the to the good side? But I know it's hard to, there's a, there's a lot more uh, probably quick money in, in one area than the other. So that's that's one thing. But I think the other thing too is like, uh, I think, um, uh, one of, so one of our members, uh, Barry, brought this up in our, I think it was last week's strategy session. If you compare the way that like the hammer, when you get, hit with the hammer from meta it's like well depending on the level of severity of of your ban you can actually get a personal account ban of like you you never can do anything ever again whereas like um on on services like google it might be more like oh just this account's an issue now to be fair if you're really really bad those services can also take action to ban you personally but it seems like meta is when, when there's folks who kind of reach out and say i have been banned and I didn't do anything, that seems to be much more common in the meta uh, platform landscape for advertisers than it does in others. And at least in terms of like the, the very seemingly unforgiven nature. And what's, I think what's extra scary to me is that recently I've seen some examples where folks have shared they've had an account issue and they've gotten, in this this might've even been in a, one of our groups. Um, I read so much stuff, I can't remember sometimes, but like the there was, um, they shared a screenshot where a meta support person had told them, just go and create another account. Yeah. Like that, or, and they were talking ad account in that case, they didn't say, but, but and, and that's a clear violation of circumventing policies, by the way. One of the, the stated policies that says very specifically to not do that. And I think that that's that's one of the, the, the real challenges that people have right now is it just seems like the application of policy is very inconsistent in the guidance you get from support. Again, going back to the fact that we've got all of these advertisers, all these employees who are interfacing with them, you're gonna have instances like that. But it's just such a challenge because we, like one of the, the wonderful, beautiful things about meta advertising is it's very open. Anybody can do it. Anybody who has a credit card can, can advertise, right? right? Like, that, like, that's kind of wonderful. One of the terrifying things is anybody with a credit card mm-hmm. can advertise. Right. And so like, that's, that's a really challenging environment for meta to manage. But they obviously they've created that environment. But I think us as advertisers, like what, what where we get where we're feeling the impacts of that is just it, it results in an inconsistent application because it just, it's gonna happen. You know, it's so big, there's so many things going on. They're, they use AI to control as much of it as they can, but there's only so much that can be controlled. And I think where we get frustrated is when we see those instances, like AI should be using being used here your scams, um, very clear instances of scams, why isn't it? And that's like the question that, that I think comes up a lot.
0: Yeah, I have some more thoughts on that, but first you brought up something that is always my next question is like if you're not supposed to create another ad account when your ad account gets shut down what are you supposed to do just not advertise what does facebook expect you to do
1: that's a good question <laughs> right. well I mean, I, I mean the thing is it, it depends on who you ask because right? right. like and, and then i think someone could argue that paul poli- that circumventing policy is opening um is open to interpretation but or circumventing systems policy sorry um is open right. to interpretation but yeah
0: yeah because you know I, I, we get this all the time people ask us okay so what should i do next which always makes me uncomfortable uh when people have their account shut down i really don't like answering those questions at all right. but it's like well if you can't advertise and they they have a business to run i mean what are they I, supposed to do? I, I think i i think technically probably is instead of creating new ad accounts is use again would would using other ad accounts that haven't been banned to do what you were trying to do with the ad accounts that were banned be circumventing
1: i think the language is open that they could apply it that way and that's that's ultimately like that's what that policy. and that policy i don't i think that you might remember i think that policy has only been added in the past few years i don't think that was one of like the big ol- the big policies that we used to see before all of this AI stuff really started to hit. Um, it wasn't it wasn't there and it seemed like they added it sort of in concert with with a lot of the AI systems kind of starting to come in for all of these ad approvals and all that good stuff. Cheers. The the thing that I can't I've have, I
0: have trouble trouble sorting out is whether we're talking about these scams or misinformation and just like true quality engagement in the news feed and stuff of value and ads and optimization and, and reaching and actually making sure that you get what you want in terms of quality actions. Um, I, I, what I can't sort out is the weaknesses. Are those weaknesses, weaknesses that Facebook knows about and exploits they don't care, or they can't fix it.
1: What's an example?
0: So, for, so, so on the ad side, it would be like the fact that um, Audience Network talk about this all the time. Like you, if you, yeah, yeah. if you optimize for something for top of the funnel for link clicks and whatnot, and Facebook always tells you go broad or, or use all placements, and go broad, um, you're bound to get accidental clicks, click fraud, and, all, and they're going to funnel all your money to to audience network and it's going to look like you got great results, but you really didn't. Um, they know about
1: that. Yeah. They have to, cause that's where all of our refunds come from. Right. Um, well, the so, refunds so, aren't necessarily because of accidental clicks. The refunds are often because of like bot traffic yeah, as far as I can right. Yeah. Bot traffic and, and click fraud. Right. Yeah, fraud. But that in the meantime,
0: before they catch it, you're going to get a whole bunch of numbers. You're going to, you're going to spend a whole bunch of money there. And even though you got a refund, it doesn't really matter. Cause that money, was diverted from other places where it could have been. I only really appreciate
1: that 17 cent refund, though.
0: Sometimes, <laughs> hey, it, it, depending on what you're spending, it's all percentages, right? Because a lot of times, if if that placement is doing really well, sure. uh, because yeah. because you're optimizing for cl- link clicks or something like that, you're going to see like 90 percent of your budget go there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, th- so there's that on the ad side where they they know, um, but you know. In terms of misinformation i mean that's the stuff that drives people that 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 gets everybody heated up in discussions on facebook that makes them use it more um i know you always read the
1: top content report to get depressed about it
0: horrendous i mean the fact that they added reactions why do you think they added reactions because they love to know if you're angry about something because that stuff's going to be top right I mean, it's these little things about health. Like they really I have care counter about health. I have a counter thought on that. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, so but again, I mean, there there there's so many of these like little weaknesses. Like they can't control mis- misinformation it always gets through. The stuff that violates the terms, it goes up to the edges is is the most popular. I don't think they care. Or are yeah. they just un- not capable.
1: I just think the problem is so enormous and it's and it's amorphous too like the, it's it's constant cat and mouse because these these crap pages that benefit so much from the not only misinformation but honestly just like really annoying content with like you know the the delayed um, you know watch till the end, bull crap, all of that. I think it's just really hard to keep up with that. And, and that said, if anybody can, we should expect them to. And, and I get that, but I think you were just describing the the reactions thing. Um, and I think you and I probably are aligned that like the haha react is like the, the most annoying, sad use. Uh, like I see it used to just bully people all the time, and it's mm-hmm. it really bothers me. But one thing that I that I think is probably starting to happen, I don't have evidence and I haven't seen this stated anywhere, but it seems logical is th- things like the angry react could actually be a signal to push something down, you know, like to, it could be a, if if something is clearly getting people angry, that should be unweighted, potentially, depending on the content, I'm sure they would look at lots of other signals, but but it seems like, um, You almost see this evolution of Meta will will roll out some new functionality. The new functionality gets used in nefarious ways, or it does things that weren't intended, and then they later on talk about things that they've done. Like even the the um, the remember the like the um, what was it called engagement baiting stuff that it still happens. But you know, share this post if you're a Pisces. Blah 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 we see, we did see them take action in it and it stopped showing up in top content reports, but like, it's, it's just, it's, it's always going to be like that. And I think as advertisers, what we have to do is to avoid the temptation to feed into it. Um, because that's where I've seen folks really go a little bit off the rails as they're like, well, this is just the way it is now. And then I'm going to do this stuff. And, you know, which of course you just, you can't do that. You have to have some strategy that's not take advantage of of the algorithm <laughs> isn't this all amplified
0: though because of the algorithm i mean once again like if the algorithm doesn't exist it doesn't mean the clickbait and link don't exist it's like all of that stuff is amplified because of that because they're so rewarded yeah yeah
1: yeah um but i mean it, we we are I mean, advertisers are still like we're always we're always in the same boat, uh, but I think it's just, it's, it's how we, like, I really like your audience network example, because like, that's, that's an example where if you understand what the algorithm is designed to do, and wh- how it's going to to, to work, you, you can like catch that stuff, because you, you think about, oh, well, what are these things that could potentially optimize for that aren't actually what I want? Right. And that's, that's where I think meta could probably start to I don't know if it's education or if it's in the system like I hate default placements being everything I think mm-hmm. it's it's that's one thing that I say like you got it you got to turn that off but but let's say if you choose audience network and maybe you're optimizing for link clicks it might call out and say maybe here's how it sense. could actually work just give you some context on or maybe what like what could happen is like in the um, the overview panel where you get like your recommendations, maybe there's an audience network placement and, and it might call your attention to this. It might say audience network placements getting a lot of traction. Is this, is this the thing that you're looking for? And that's like a really scary thing I'm sure for them to potentially build something like that out on. But if you're talking about sort of helping advertisers navigate the algorithm more effectively, that's one way it could potentially be done. Well,
0: wouldn't it simple, wouldn't it be as simple as just saying audience networks not available when for when you optimize for link clicks and landing page use i mean not every placement when you click all placements is available for right. every optimization why not just uh, but some it? people want yeah, they
1: they want those clicks anyway like <laughs> well, progress <probably 'cause> <laughs> you well, know what's happening yeah. but yeah i mean they're, they're like oh it doesn't matter i'll retarget them i mean you know what i mean like because there's always going to be people who say well don't take that away like that's one thing when meta really gets pushback is when they take a functionality away so i think at the same time, you don't want this interface that has like, sorry, there's a fly. I don't think there's have... much argument over that, though. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say because we don't have access to the back end to see like how much that's actually happening, you know? Cheers. And I think this is why, like, if I finally hit this point. Like, there's,
0: for years, I've, I'm sure I've come off as a Facebook fanboy. I've defended everything. And I just <laughs> it's been an accumulation of stuff over the last right. few years. And I think, again, like in a, the the whole, the idea that you can't optimize for quality actions beyond like a purchase or a lead, right? That it's all just falls into the same bucket. You know, like the, the fact that they could easily create standard events instead of having to create custom events. Create standard events for stuff that recognizes quality traffic and allow you to optimize for that. And the same thing with engagement not just any engagement but you actually want quality engagement we know what that looks like right it's probably not the angry reaction uh it's it's, it's probably you know love and sharing and like why can't we optimize for those very specific things like you could mm-hmm. charge more for that sure as opposed yeah. to like thinking oh i got engagement i got all this engagement it all falls into a bunch of these buckets that are not necessarily the stuff that you wanted same thing with traffic it's like honestly i've come to the point where you really shouldn't even optimize for for traffic because the way facebook optimizes it doesn't work it's just garbage mm-hmm. i mean unless the, especially if you go broad, if you if you trust the algorithm and go broad and you use all placements you're just wasting your money you're just burning money um now i i and that that's come, coming from someone who needs to drive traffic So that's been my battle forever. And that's, Facebook can do this. They know they can do this. They know that's a problem. They have to know the quality is a problem. They they either don't care they're not doing it, which that's the part that baffles me and I don't truly understand the business side of that because especially with everything iOS related, you think they'd wanna give us something that now that everything's being taken away, all these things have been taken away, give us something that can help in in these areas to focus on quality. And I think they made more money.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, one thing I have to keep in mind is like, you, me, other people in our PhD group, like, we are also really heavy into this channel as like, and so we kind of like dissect it and learn the ins and outs of it other there's going to be other folks who maybe are just doing lots of stuff across multiple channels and maybe don't understand it as much and and the reason i mentioned that is sort of like related to that point about everybody with a credit card can be an advertiser how much what percentage of general advertisers like would understand quality traffic in the way that you're thinking of it and then also understand it to the point where they would be able to then confidently navigate a system to optimize for that apart from just saying click to pay more for quality traffic and then their response is going to be well, what would i pay for anything else like i don't want bad quality traffic so what's the alternative and so i it's not a defense but i think it's just a um something that I, that i'm sure is a is a present challenge when you're trying to design those options we know that odax Outcome-driven ad experiences—is that right? Mm-hmm. It's intended O-A- to help because that's AE. It's not AX. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds better. Uh, but the we know that th- that was done to try to help with some of that because like there were things that are in multiple places. People don't really understand, and so like we're trying to like take it all of these options and then boil them down at the same time. I mean, and you you experience this. I've experienced this. The first thing you do when you look at it is like. What did I lose? You know, like you start to say, like, well, what, what, was I trying to do before that? Now I can't get to. And generally, it looks like that's not really the case. But, um, but that's that's a constant battle. Is you've got folks who are really deep into it, who are always like, what am I going to lose? You got folks who are really high high level um, that they're probably just trying to get to use the boost button, right? And so, like, then what's the 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 balance between those folks? And then what? How do you how do you frame it up in a way that it doesn't become overwhelming yet? You also like, I mean, cause I hear you, I would, but, but my response is also like, why isn't it all just quality traffic? Like, well, why don't you just I, tell me, you're going to do quality traffic as a default. Like, but then people would say, well, I don't, I want to be able to control it. You know? Well, really, it's a matter of quality or volume, right? Quality quantity. Right. But cause we already have this
0: right? purchases. Do you just want any purchase or do you want to optimize for value? They have right. that. Leads. That's a good example, yeah. Yeah, leads, do you want to optimize for leads or do you want to optimize for conversion leads? Yeah, that lead? quality, yeah, I see what you're saying, right? yeah. So now it's understandable that Facebook's more concerned about those things that are more likely to lead to money. Um, but it's the same concept, right? There are a lot of people who have no idea that optimizing for value exists. And there are a ton of advertisers who have no idea that conversion leads exists, optimization. Um, so these wouldn't exist within boosting. If you boost, you're boosting for the most, most of that thing for the, for the lowest cost. But if you can expand that little area for, for more options and ads manager and say, I want, I want to optimize for more. It might even have a little, little tooltip there or whatever. It's like, it's going to cost more. You know, it's going to cost more to get these things. And also <laughs> these dope. are the specific actions that we're going to focus on to try to get you more of as opposed mm-hmm. to just getting a click or just getting engagement, right? That yeah. would be awesome. I, and I'm, I don't understand why it doesn't exist. But. Yeah, I
1: mean, when you frame it up that way, it does seem like more logical that you could just have, I mean, even like the way that they, like you're saying, the way they do leads or purchases, or you can have that just little extra radio button, you know, to say quality or volume. Um, yeah. Well, I, think I
0: mean, it, I think what, what's clear is that Facebook's catering to a certain type of business, right? I mean, the, the e-com, like everything going to shops, like we're, we're focusing on a very specific type of business. So yeah, they don't care a whole lot about someone who, who's trying to drive more traffic to their website and get more quality traffic on their website. They don't care that much about, for whatever reason, um, trying to inspire quality engagement on their Facebook page or whatever that is um they're focused on the ecom business i mean that's that's been the priority i just feel like there's room <laughs> to to venture out of that a little bit i mean there just hasn't been much development it feels like
1: in terms of adding something new yeah but, you're like take my money i want this yes, but, and the other thing too is and i also wonder if there's a, a cultural balance there because meta well Whether you talk Facebook or Instagram, really, both of those have, for the longest time, really been about keeping people in the platform, right? So, like, why am I going to help you do all this stuff outside my platform? Um, So inside the platform, everything's focused on that. So quality
0: engagement. So the quality engagement optimization fits right in that, right? Yeah. So it's like that would be good for Facebook too, if that's what they want—is to keep people on Facebook. Like that's why, in a way, I kind of understand like they wouldn't be all that. Motivated to focus on driving quality traffic because that's all about sending people away from the platform. Like right. you know, maybe one day we'll do it. It's very very low on the list, but to optimize for and target quality engagement on your posts, uh, I mean, like I put out a list of like various types of things that we could optimize for. But it's also about targeting too. It's like tar- targeting people who t- performed a specific action on a maybe even a specific post because right now as you know it's just really really general it's like target people who, who engage with any poster ad or just engage with your page generally or visited your page or whatever those are just all really general things how about the number of people people have shared shared my my posts before or the number of people who have loved my posts before or even commented i mean comments are kind of get a little mixture there but i
1: don't know yeah, they seem logical. Yeah, but so just go design it and, you know, pitch it. I'm sure it's same. really easy to program. <laughs> yeah. These
0: dudes need to, they need to listen to, to what we're talking about. Because there, there are times where I swear, they attend the PhD webinar or, or read my blog post or something. And all of a sudden, coincidentally, some <laughs> features available. So I'm, I'm hoping if we scream about this loud enough,
1: it will eventually check. happen. Yeah, I mean, it seems, yeah, I agree. It seems very like a logical extension of the, the capabilities that have already been developed for other things. And to your point, especially for talking engagement, custom audience, like that's that's how you keep people on the platform is like, if I can optimize, cause, cause t- to some extent, if I can optimize for really quality stuff in the platform, it becomes less important for me to worry about getting them onto my site. Cause I th- I, w- I would wonder if in a lot of cases a lot of the things that people are building from a, um, from the prioritized events and all the stuff that they're setting up to track on their site, it's actually to get to these quality people, right? And then to go after them again and to go after them again, build that relationship with them for depending on the type of uh, product or service or whatever. If you could do that all within the the, the, the walls of the app, that, that could be pretty cool. Glug, glug, glug. Um, so... I know you posted in the elite group. Um, your individual experience of these ads that are starting to come from the Facebook page, <laughs> yeah, face like Facebook, Facebook's Facebook page. It's really hard to um,
0: explain, right? Because <laughs> I, I feel like if I try to explain it to anyone, it sounds like I am really elementary in my knowledge of Facebook ads. Like, so you're seeing a Facebook ad, okay? Can I screen share? Can
1: I show this? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I love will be yeah. Because th- this is from the ads library. Uh, I'm going to try it. Oh, it says it has got to be on Chrome. I'm not on Chrome. I'm no. on Firefox right now. But, uh, uh, yeah. So there are these, and they all look the same. And they all say, explore brands like, and then it's got the brand name. But it's coming from Facebook. From the brand page Facebook. So it's not just that
0: Facebook's recommending it, the whole suggestion thing. It's the Facebook page facebook page if that makes any (laughs) sense so which is weird right it'd be like if all of a sudden i saw an ad and this is an ad it's it's paid on facebook from facebook as the profile and page that was promoting my stuff i'd be like uh
1: that's kind of weird i guess thank you but it's strange yeah and so in the ads library there's just tons of these so it's not a mistake it's not a mistake it can't be <laughs> like because they're spending well, they're, well i mean there's they're paying the left hand with the right probably but they they have so many brands that are and then all of the the clicks they're all they take you off of facebook they don't take you to a product catalog they don't oh, take i, you, I just assume that'd be the shop no it's taking you to and unless you can find an example, but I've, I've clicked a bunch of them. I've all taken them, yeah. to the, um, but yeah, now I'm retargeted for like all these different <laughs> brands, which is, um, super fun. Uh, but these th- there's, they all, it's all off Facebook. So it's really interesting what's going on there. What are your theories? <laughs> well,
0: I, I kind of mentioned it earlier. Like it just screams potentially desperation from Facebook, right? that they want to show brands that this is working, that their efforts are, are worthwhile. Now, it's not gonna connect directly to their ads manager or anything like that, right. but they're gonna see referrals from Facebook. I, I'm just curious, are they telling these brands that they're doing this? Like if, and how do you qualify to be considered one of these brands that are getting these ads? How much is Facebook spending for each of these, because like there's some of these ads I'm seeing repeatedly and I can't be the only one. I'm like, and then, of course, you know, spending, right? It's, it's instead, of some, instead of collecting money from someone else, it's like Facebook's budget. Um, it just seems really weird. Like I can't really explain it other than desperation, like they're, they're, they're desperate because in tough times, although desperation, they, they're not collecting money in that case. Um, cause in that, in that ad spot, but it's like, they just, they want good news for people to say, oh, this is why we're here. Cause we're driving all, we're getting all of these results from Facebook, but you'd have to be smart enough to be able to connect that, connect your results to coming from Facebook, even if it's not coming from your ad.
1: So here's the thing I just noticed. I'm looking through them. I so number one, I don't think it's desperation, okay. <laughs> um, but in looking through the links. They all, well, here's an exception. Most of them go to an individual product page, so that could be an instance where someone has linked their site activity through to a product catalog, and then um, Meta System is able to then identify that uh, that there's a, something set up, and so then they they kind of know what to target from a product standpoint. Um, I don't, I, I, that that's not why I don't think it's desperation, but uh, that was just one kind of interesting observation. The other one is uh, the, a lot of these don't have, it looks like most of them don't have UTMs on them, mm-hmm. which makes me think it's like, it's just, it's almost like something they're just setting up with automation and they're pulling, um, oh, actually speaking of the HaHa React. So one of them, the product image, uh, cause I ended up seeing it. What's really weird now. So now I'm in two retargeting loops. So one, I'm in retargeting loops for all these individual brands, but I'm also in the retargeting loop for the, or the, I guess the interested audience for the Facebook brand page. So now I'm seeing all of them in my newsfeed now, ah. like for well, in the brand outside the ads library, but there was one, it had a very, um, I'll just describe it as like a questionable picture that could be interpreted out of context as like a little bit gross Mm -hmm. and so like the 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 number one react was haha and all the comments were terrible um totally sarcastic saying like it it was like very sexual jokes is basically what people were making on this thing so that was an example where i was like okay clearly two things about this so one is there's there's an an issue if they're just nilly willy willy nilly pulling out um individual product pages and then they're just because it looks like they're just scraping the product image uh from from that from that um uh library on that page and then secondly no one's no one is um managing the content on the on like no one's responding to these folks people are asking about the brand like i didn't see much of that maybe it's happening but it's also like uh, i would wonder like do the brands know like because then what is that like i didn't give you permission promote like what imagine John Loomer, like you've got all these ads out there running that you don't know about. And they've scraped some random, like, um, one of your five lovely uh, profile photos that you've got on your page, or maybe some random, you know, title card from one of your articles. And then you suddenly see all this traffic. And you're like, what is going on here? And then you might be able to, to to source it back to a post, but actually, you might not like there's no way if you were just looking at your Google Analytics, you would know it came from Facebook, right? You, uh, that's it. Like, you wouldn't right. know necessarily what the post was. But maybe Facebook doesn't care. Maybe, again,
0: I'm, I'm sticking with this desperation uh, side of it. <laughs> so if they know, so you've got a catalog and you're running catalog ads or so product ads, whatever we're calling them these days, the dynamic ads, uh, dynamic ads, uh, yeah. and they know you're running remarketing dynamic ads, wouldn't it make sense for Facebook as the platform to run some ads, promoting those same products in the catalog to drive people there that would then be remarketed to in your ads?
1: I mean, what would you get from that? Would you get like a, um, aside from like the additional exposure, like why, but why not just give me the money? Like, or, or why not, you know what I mean? Like, why not just give me, why not just promote my ads? Like, why not make my ads cheaper in the auction? Why, like, is is there some additional benefit that comes from the, the Facebook brand cache, you know, that's like attached to that? My, my guess is it's like an optimization test of some kind, like they're testing. They're, they're running some big study on like the, the most effective product image ads. And, like, the only way to control all variables and make it all else equal is have it all coming from their page and have it all, um, cause, they, and they all have the exact same copy, you know, explore more brands like brand name here. And then they can see what's actually, cause, of course, all these, of course, have presumably, um, the pixel setup or whatever. And so then they can see what's actually uh, most effective because then if they go down and they tag all of these images, whether using AI or manually, they could say images featuring the product and also showing a person images, just showing the product with no person images, using a, the color blue, whatever they could do all kinds of, of optimization testing and, and have it all kind of on the same playing field. I don't, but it doesn't, it do, the desperation thing doesn't make sense to me, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, it look little Occam's
0: razor here that, the conspiracy theory probably less likely than, uh, <laughs> the, the simple, some simple explanation for it. And it could just be, uh, like anyone who's running catalog ads right now that it triggers this or something. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's gotta be a simple, cause the, the ads suck. Um, and also <laughs> they're poorly targeted cause like the one I shared with the group was like for uh,
1: Eligato. Yeah. What is that? You know what's it's funny? A, what? This is an Elgato bracelet. This nice. is one of them. Yeah. See, I don't wear bracelets.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's not really my thing. And I didn't even know what Elgato was. Uh, yeah. And I was targeted on that. And and like the and I've seen some additional ones too. And I'm like, this, it's, I don't know why I'm seeing these, but it all seems odd. Last call. All right, let's wrap it up there. I think that was good. I mean, once again, this was pulled from a live stream that I did with Luke Elliott, who's part of my team, um, that we did for the Power Hitters Club elite community. And uh, this is something we're, we're planning on doing. It's the first time we've ever done it for them. Uh planning on doing this going forward. Uh, but uh, if you'd like to learn more about the Power Hitters Club and you want to join it, just go to johnlumercom slash phc. You can also go to powerhittersclub.com. That's where the community lives. So thanks for joining me again today. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time, do awesome things. I'm out.